Rebecca Yoga podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca, a holistic health and life coach, business mentor, creative entrepreneur, and your online bestie. I'm here to remind you that it is more than okay to show up as your authentic self, to have high expectations for your life, to become financially independent and get paid to do what it is that you love. Each week, I'm going to share episodes with you to inspire, educate, and empower you to reconnect to your soul's purpose, to awaken that power within and create a life and business that you desire. My mission and purpose is to help you find confidence to take your life from ordinary to extraordinary, to give you the tools and steps to living more in alignment with your true self. So if you're ready for honest and practical, soulful lessons, and you're committed to investing in yourself, then you are in the right place. And the reality is no one's coming to save you. And it's really only up to you to start to create and design a life that you love, a life that's exciting and invigorating. It's time to take charge of your life right now. Are you ready to grow, babe? Welcome back to Rebecca Neal, the podcast. I am so excited because we have just recently uh, let out of the bag, I'd say, our conversational inspirational series of interviews with people that I really admire, people that really inspire me, people that are leaving positive marks on the world. And today's guest, I know you're going to love her because I do, and it's Carolina Sopron, who is a beautiful health and nutrition coach, a scientist, radiation therapist, Pilates instructor, host of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, and the founder of Knowing Her Wellness. Her passion and focus is to help professional women reduce stress, create more balance, and help prevent stress-related disease. Hello, welcome to the show, babe. Thank you so much, Beck. I'm so excited to be on the show. And I guess I really wanted to thank you as well for how you show up for women out there and the value that you bring to everyone. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you so much for jumping on. I'm so excited to share you with my audience and obviously share with your audience an insight into who you are. So let's get started. How do you have your coffee? I really want to know. Oh, I love this question because I absolutely love coffee. Um, But I have an almond latte and I try and keep to one only. Um, And usually it's a large. The people that know me well will know that I usually rock up with the biggest possible coffee ever. Um, And I remember being in the States and literally their coffee cups are ginormous and that would do me for the day. So just a straight almond latte, that's all I ever have and I only have one. I love that so much. Didn't you find though in America that it tastes like dishwater, the coffee over there? (laughs) I know, it actually did. It was so different and I felt like I've been to the States a couple of times now. I really needed to find a good coffee shop to get good coffee. I think we're so lucky in Australia because our coffee here is amazing. Totally. I'm in so agreement there. It's just so crazy. I know when I'm over there, I'm like, oh, this is the most grossest coffee because I love to drink black coffee. So there's no, no hiding when it's bad. But tell me, how did you get started in your business and why? Where did it all begin? 
So I guess my business started from my own personal journey and my inability to cope with stress and being a recovering perfectionist, as I call myself, and the modern yes woman, um, I definitely struggled with those things for most of my 20s. And that resulted for me becoming really, really unwell at the end of 2016. And I actually, well, to this day, I'm not actually sure what I had, but what a lot of the specialists said was that I got some virus and it triggered off a lot of autoimmune type responses and symptoms. And it was one of the lowest points in my life. I couldn't get out of bed. And it was at that point in time that I decided that I never wanted to be in that situation again. And I definitely felt a calling to help other women, to help prevent them from becoming the way I was and trying to help them face those struggles such as stress or the pressure that us as women have when I guess we live in our modern world. Um, So that's where it sort of came from and I always loved helping people. So having that coaching background and having a background in medical radiations, which a lot of your job is looking after people, definitely help in starting to work out where I wanted to work and with the type of people that I wanted to work with. I love that so much because, you know, with my background in coaching coaches, I see a lot of women like yourself who are health coaches that have had these incredible journeys of their own of self-discovery and self-healing and going through the process of whatever that trauma was or pain point for them and coming out the other side like you have to then teach other people the same sorts of things. So I think it's such a cool story to hear that you've been through those things and you can really relate to your clients. And so would you say that, Carolina, that now with the world the way it is currently stress do you think that's having an impact um you know having this coronavirus let's say do you think people are suffering more with stress definitely I think well what I have seen and I am quite observant I've seen the levels of anxiety just go right through the roof and I think a part of it is because so many things have been taken away from us and I I mean everyone in the world's been impacted yes there are some people that have been impacted worse than others, people have lost their jobs, they've lost their financial stability, they've um, lost relationships um, because unfortunately when things like this happen, they either bring out the best or the worst in people. So um, I definitely think the stress levels have gone through the roof um, and I think trying to sort of maintain your focus on the things that you can control right now and trying to keep your life as normal, I guess, as it possibly can is the best way to manage that stress right now. Yeah, I think you're right there. It's about the normality of our life is not really that normal to what we're used to and things are being removed from us and our freedom in some sense has been taken away. I know that I'm meant to be in Hawaii right now, (laughs) you know, so uh, I, um, I definitely feel you on that changes. Do you feel that, uh, anxiety and stress are really related? Definitely. I don't think you can have one without the other because usually when it comes to anxiety and depression, 
that comes from some sort of discomfort that you're experiencing. And usually that is stress, whether it's a mental stress, whether it's a stress on your body, which is whether it's something that you've actually experienced in your lifetime. I mean, we carry so many things through our childhood. You look back on your childhood and a lot of the things that you've grown up with are the things you actually believe. So a perfect example of that has been I love my mum. She's just gorgeous. But she always lived her life being stressed. Everything was a stress, every decision that was made, every situation. And that's the way I grew up. And she has definitely, she hasn't done anything wrong, but that was the way I was programmed to be. And this is where I love doing this work now because I've done so much personal development work. And I think it's really helped in trying to unteach myself from what I was taught when I was younger. For sure. And I love that you touched on that because we really are a product of our environment. And as a child, especially, you know, between the ages of one and seven, this is when we are most getting used to what is normal. And so when you're around that environment, then you are going to be susceptible to whatever your parents teach or the way they live or how they were brought up. And I think that's cool though, because you wouldn't be where you are today without that. And for me, you know, I'm a high achiever because I was always trying to overachieve to prove myself because of, you know, different experiences in my childhood. And I think sometimes it's just that beautiful blessing and gift inside of all that, that we find and become the people we are because of our parents, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And um, I'm so grateful to my mum because this is definitely not where I thought I would have ended up. So I'm so grateful for her and she's much better with her stress now because we have conversations about it. And I think that's so beautiful because we have this bond and I guess a better understanding of each other and our relationship. So I think it, it has been just beautiful to watch. That's awesome. And I think sometimes it's so cool how, you know, we become a teacher for our parents as well. So tell me, um, what does a typical day look like for you? Like, I'd love to know some of your habits and rituals and routines and share with the audience some tips and things on, I guess, how you can manage stress and how, you know, how that has helped um, you go through stress and, you know, show up in the world better. And I guess with everything going on right now, what are some of the tips that you could share with our audience today uh, to help them on a typical day with what's going on? Yeah, definitely. Um, One of the biggest things is just routine in general. So having a really good morning routine and a really good night routine. I I guess my night routine um, changes depending on clients um, and what I've got on that evening. But my morning routine, I've definitely got that really nailed, packed down. Um, So usually roughly I try and get up at the same time. So usually 6, 6.30, that's the time that I usually get up. And whenever I wake up, regardless of whether I write this down or whether I actually envision it, I'm always grateful for at least three to five things before I even get up. And I think gratitude is so important because whenever we have negative experiences, we're always drawn to focusing on the negative. But in any negative experience, I think there's always a positive. I also I agree on that. I totally agree. Sorry to cut you off there. You know, with the gratitude piece, I think 
it's really hard to be angry or stressed when you feel gratitude. You can't feel both emotions. And I think that's really cool that you really include that in your day as soon as you wake up to experience that feeling of gratitude. Definitely. And one of the other things I really love doing, and this is not necessarily in the morning, but throughout the day is doing one nice thing for someone. Um, most of the time that nice thing is for my partner or um, our two beautiful sausage dogs. I usually, <laughs> when I wake up, I go down and make him a coffee. But just doing that for someone just makes you feel so much better and it really fills your cup because you've done something nice for someone else. And I think you and I, Beck, had this discussion the other day during this difficult time, one of the things that you can do is help others and serve others, not be selling things, but actually showing up for people and helping them enrich their lives. Absolutely. I think positive inspiration right now. And I guess that's why I decided that these interviews were the perfect time to be released because we need it more than ever right now. And it's not about what can we get? It's more about what can we give with the world we are living in right now. And I think the importance of having routine, like you said, is really, really powerful for people to not only manage their stress, but also the fact that they're at home a bit more now and they're not really sure what they're doing with themselves. So they're not, you know, they're potentially overeating or exercising. So having a little bit of structure in your day is definitely going to help with that for sure. So how do you find, I guess, the balance between working because I know you do work but you're also building your passion business on the side and seeing clients at night and things like that how do you balance that and keep that out of the stressful situation um well a couple of things and I use organization in every aspect of my life I think organization is key and what I usually do when I plan out my weeks I divide and organize my home life I organize my health and well-being and I organize my work life I think organization is definitely one of those things that produces productivity produces success because you actually know where you're going you know the direction you're heading towards um prioritizing I think knowing your priorities knowing what your actions and what risks they carry and what needs to be done when um and setting some non-negotiables in your life whether it's for work whether it's for your health um Boundaries, I think, is also a really big one for me. And I am a recovering yes girl. I always call myself that. <laughs> um, but knowing your limit and knowing how much fuel you have in the tank, because as much as you want to work as hard as you possibly can, there will be times where you need to rest. Because without rest and without the nourishment that you provide for yourself, you won't be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve. And I think lastly, being able to compartmentalize your life. So knowing where everything sits in your life and knowing what's most important, what's least important. And that definitely, again, gives you some direction to where you're heading and what you want to achieve. 
Oh, I love that so much. You know, organization is definitely not one of my strong points. (laughs) I think having a creative mind, sometimes I just, it's so easy for me to wander and visualize and do this and then do this. And I do finish off projects. It's not like that, but it's more just that I need probably a lot more structure put in place so that I stick to it. So I definitely probably need to hear you up for some tips around that (laughs) in more detail. But I love that and I think it's so cool to hear someone like yourself that is a recovering, you know, uh, perfectionist and stress um, stress head, let's say, and, you know, that you have all this, this uh, planning and process during your week to help you achieve at a high level. I think that's really cool and I think for our listeners today that having a look at what is a priority and what is not and putting it in order, I guess, and making time for the things that are important for you or for you to achieve your goals. So that's really cool there. So would you say that there's anyone that's influenced you or inspired you along the way and to do what you particularly want, like are doing now? And I know your mum, um, you've had a lot of gratitude for her and getting you to this place, but were there any mentors or anyone that, you know, that pushed you into doing health coaching or doing the work that you're doing now that you sort of felt inspired or influenced by? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I've been very, very lucky in the people I've come in contact with in different parts of my life um, and the different mentors that I've had. And I feel like I've never really tried to attract them, but somehow they've shown up. And I look back in my life, in every job that I've had, there's been someone that's taken me under their wing, and that includes yourself, Beck. Um, <laughs> I, I really adore our friendship. But what, I guess from, a, um, from an influential um, perspective, Mel Robbins is definitely um, someone that's definitely influenced the way I live my life. And for those of you who don't know who Mel Robbins is, she's an author and a motivational speaker. And she's amazing. She's achieved so much and she's come from so much pain, suffering and reaching rock bottom because I think very often we actually don't realise that so many great and beautiful things come from sadness and from hitting rock bottom. And we have so much judgment and we've all done this where we look at someone's Instagram, someone's Facebook, and it looks like they have a perfect life. But unless they've shared a particular pain with us, we don't actually know whether their life is perfect or whether it's a result of them having a really, really hard time. And I guess my personal example with that is I would have never have gotten to where I am right now if I hadn't gotten sick. It definitely gave me some direction. It gave me time to think and assess where I wanted to go next. And one of my favourite sayings is rejection is your redirection. So often, yeah, so often. So good. We often are so sad when things don't go our way, when we haven't gotten the job that we want, when a relationship hasn't worked out. And I now see that as a gift and it's leading you to something amazing that you will eventually unravel. It might not look like it at the time, but it will happen. Oh, I love that so much. There's so much gold in there with what you're saying. I think when the student is ready, the teacher appears is one of my favourite things. And I think with what you just shared then, that is very true, do you think? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and like I said, I feel like these teachers have come into my life and I try and do give the same thing back. Um, and I've supervised lots of students during my time in radiotherapy. Um, I've supervised people in my within my coaching business and led them to the path that they need to be on, obviously within reason with them doing the hard work as well. Um, but I think it's important and we thrive of teaching. And I always say to people, never stop learning, never stop teaching because we're really bringing out the next generation that's going to create some amazing things in the world. Yes, so, so true. And I think everything we learn, we should teach not only because it helps others, but it also helps us with our memory of that as well. And there's so much beauty and pain, like you said, traumatic experiences and times and things like that create the most incredible stories and journeys. And, you know, from pain, we can really heal and then share or evolve into a place where we can help others with that pain point or become the best version of ourselves really on that journey. So I didn't know that about Mel Robbins. I'm going to have to have a little further look into her. I do know who she is and she's amazing, but I didn't know, I don't know her journey. Yeah, she's just great. And she's had, she had a lot of financial stress, she made some big decisions in her life. I think one of the biggest things that we struggle with is making big decisions. We are just so frightened to do it. And I definitely have learned over the last couple of, I would actually say the last year, how to make those decisions and not be scared because someone is going to catch you, whether it's the universe, whether it's your partner, whether it's a friend someone will be there to catch you. And if not, you fall straight on your bum and you get right back up. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And sometimes it's great to fail because when we fail, we learn and nothing is ever wasted time or a mistake. It's really just learning or growth or a win. And, you know, I love how you shared too about social media because it's especially now with the fact we're all inside self inside and self-isolation it's very easy to get down the scroll hole and have a look at what other people are doing and compare our lives when really we actually know nothing about that person's life we're only seeing the highlights and maybe a few snippets of other things but we don't know what their relationships really like what their kids are really like what they're really financially doing like we just don't know and it's really about just taking it with a grain of salt as the saying says and really just focusing on your own journey and just using other people as a little bit of inspiration of what's possible but knowing that it's not necessarily the be all or the truth of the matter really. Exactly and I think the other thing to remember is that no one is perfect even though you try and think people are perfect you try and think that you're perfect no one is perfect if we were all perfect, life would be so incredibly boring and you have to acknowledge your imperfections. They are the things that are so unique about you and they are so important in attracting people into your life and for you to give value to. If we're all different, we can all, I guess, serve and give other things and different things to other people. Definitely. I love that. You know, we are, we are very unique in our own ways. And once we can accept and connect to that, that's where the magic definitely happens. So would you say that, I guess, while we're on the topic of social media, do you think that that's had a big impact on you creating and having success in your business? Definitely. I think we forget. And for those that 
grew up and had their childhood without social media. Hands up. Think- <laughs> My hands are up. <laughs> um, I think it's such a beautiful tool to not only connect people but give the ability to people like you or me or others around there to actually share our knowledge. I've done, I well, I've always say knowledge is power. I've done multiple degrees now I've got a science degree I've got a master's in medical radiations and I've done a lot of study in the holistic space and I think I would be doing that a disservice and all my hard work a disservice if I wasn't actually sharing that with others and helping people enrich their life increase their health for the better um, and their well-being just their overall well-being so I think it's super important and it's definitely all about putting yourself out there we've all had to start somewhere <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> um, we all had to start somewhere and you just have to put yourself out there I mean if you're going to be whether it's a coach or whether it's some sort of mentor you need to give value and you need to show up not only for yourself but for your business and for others Yes, definitely. And, you know, I remember getting Facebook when I was like 22. <laughs> like people have yes. Facebook now when they're like 12. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Isn't it just crazy? Like, I mean, to an extent, we are so lucky that we've seen this big transition and shift and that we can acknowledge and be grateful for how it life was without social media and with how life was with social, is with social media. For sure. I am incredibly grateful for social media. It has definitely made my business. It gives me access to people globally to continue to grow and build and support people. And it's just funny to think what life was like without it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it would just be weird. It would just like be going back in the, into the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We wouldn't know what to do with ourselves, which is really sad in some sense. <laughs> yes, I know, because that's what it's come to. It's <laughs> comes to all just social media and being on it all the time. And I think the increase in screen time has gone through the roof um, in the last couple of weeks because that's all people know how to do and how to spend their sort of time just de-stressing Yes, and that is not good uh, unless they're using meditation apps, which I, I think most people are on Instagram, you see. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree, Beck. <laughs> so I have always admired how positive you are. You literally radiate it. You have such a gorgeous glow about you. What would you say your number one tip is that people can include in their day right now to create more positivity, to really glow, to really be able to move through this time where there's a lot of noise and a lot of negative noise at the moment to really try and cultivate more happiness, more positivity, more inspiration for themselves? Oh, you're so kind, Beck. You are just gorgeous. Thank you. Um, I actually have two things, so I'm very sorry, and I'll try not to go on about them. But the first one I touched on is gratitude, being grateful for what you have, even when things are bad. And like I said at the start of the podcast, there's loads of people that have lost multiple things within their life right now. But in every darkness, there's always a little bit of light. So appreciate what you have because chances are that there's someone way worse off than you are. Um, and the next thing is mindset, um, recognizing that your life won't always be perfect and 
life is full of ups and downs. And when you have those downs, see it as a challenge or a lesson or a stepping stone onto the next thing. One of the big examples of that in my life was losing my dad and it all happened very, very quickly. But without that happening, I wouldn't have become a radiation therapist. I wouldn't have been able to empathise with families of loved ones that are going through cancer treatment. I wouldn't have recognised work-life balance. I think that's a big one. And unless you are faced with a health issue, you don't recognise how important and what an integral part that is of your life. And I wouldn't have recognised that life needs to be enjoyed and it needs to be lived to the fullest. And I think we definitely forget that. We get so caught up on staying on that rat wheel and we just go and go and go till we have a health crisis or something major happen within our life. And that's when our bodies actually make us stop and recognise the important things in life, which are usually your friends, family, all the people around you and having your health so that you can show up for others. Mm, I so resonate with that so much and thank you for being vulnerable there and sharing your story with your dad I think really health is one of my number one values in life and people don't recognize the importance of it till it's been taken away from them and I think right now this whole thing that's going on is really I guess allowing people to reconnect themselves. Yes, they're probably on screens a lot more, but I think they're also spending more time together, doing things, being active, maybe eating better, hopefully. But it's just, it really is one of those things that you can't, it's like you can't see energy, right? But you can feel it. So if you, yes. your health, like you don't know how good you actually feel until you don't feel that good. Totally. And you go. Um, and I think I've, given the time that I spent in radiotherapy and I still work there to some extent but I'm definitely not full-time there I'm just a casual at the moment but I think I've seen so much pain and sadness and it's not till you see people suffer um, that you really recognize the things that you should be grateful for and recognize that all those little problems and we all have them like you wake up on a particular day and you have a bad day, that's okay. That day at the end is over. Those people that are sick have to carry that for weeks, months, years. So I think it's just putting things into perspective a little bit and seeing what's out there and what is really actually bad and what is just really a crappy day. Yes, I like I totally agree with that. I always share perspective like we really do need a, a check on ourselves sometimes and recognize what we're being like are we being a victim to our circumstances are we showing up the best way we can are we perceiving things the best way that we can and knowing that we get to hit the reset button at nighttime and go to sleep and start a fresh brand new day the next day we have choices we have access to health and mindset and all those things and I think it's so important right now whilst you are healthy to make sure that you remain healthy like you said and sometimes we need to feel or see these experiences to really recognize the gratitude or recognize what we do have and sadly 
some people go through these things and it's too late for them and other people do have these moments maybe particularly yourself when you went through being sick and and stressed and all those things and you turned your life around so I think if you are someone who is struggling going through different things look for the lessons inside that and then evolve from there and change things around yeah totally and I totally agree with that and everything is a lesson in life whether you can see it at the time or you can't you look back in a couple of months in the year and recognize that lesson and where it's actually led you to yes for sure so I want to know if there's anything else you'd love to share with us today. However, before I ask you that, (laughs) I want to share with our audience something that's really special that I know you've been working on, pouring your heart and soul into for quite some time now that's almost here. And I know that my listeners and anyone else that's found this podcast and listened today and felt inspired by Carolina's like story and stress and how she really understands and manages that. Tell us what you've been working on so that these beautiful people that are listening can find out more. Oh, and I'm so excited about this. And I feel like it's been the longest secret ever that I've kept under wraps, but I've been working on a stressless journal and it's all about decreasing stress and helping the modern woman create more balance in their life. And it really provides women with tools to help view stress in a different light and also encourage women to take some sort of control back if they are experiencing a really difficult time. And like you said, I have put my heart and soul into this. It's been, you know, months and months in the work, sort of grinding behind closed doors. Um, but I'm so proud of it and I can't wait till it comes out. Um, at the moment, I'm just going through a process of sampling, but I can't wait to share that with everybody. Yay! I'm excited too. People are going to benefit so much from what you've created, so it's really special. So I've loved having you on here today so much. Is there anything you'd love to share with the people that are listening today that we haven't covered or anything you want to leave us with? There is one quote that I feel like given your audience, given um, the women that I work with should always hear is that you can have it all just not all at the same time. Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) That is such a good quote. I've got to write that one down. So Carolina, where can people find you online? So online, I usually live on Instagram, virtually live on Instagram. (laughs) And you can can find me at Knowing Her Wellness. And I also have a podcast like you do, Beck, but my podcast is all around stress and creating balanced and it's available on iTunes and Spotify and the name of the podcast is Too Blessed to be Stressed. Beautiful. Well, I admire you obviously which is why I had you on our conversational inspirational interview series as one of my guests and I love watching you evolve and grow and blossom into this beautiful incredible coach and so thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me, Beck. I really appreciate it. And I love that we've been able to collaborate and bring value to audiences out there. Thank you so much. And that's what it's about. It's that collaboration and connection over comparison. And that's what we're really all about, I guess, um, connecting today. Thank you so much. 
Well, 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 another incredible episode with another incredible human being. And as this podcast episode is being released, the journal is almost here. So I am so excited to share her with you and what she's been working on and creating for you guys, especially if you are someone that's looking for that extra support and is a little bit of a stress head. As always, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and that you feel free to share it with friends and people that could really benefit from what you have learned and share, tag me on social media. I love knowing who's listening to the episodes and that you're loving this interview series. Until next week, have an amazing week.